Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a new future. I am really excited about this topic because doing something new and exciting and Oh, transitional is really what gets me charged and fired up. And a while ago, let's say, well, hmm, in real terms, so probably about a couple of months ago when the coronavirus really started to hit hard in the United States and we started to uh, see things locked down and we were told to stay at home and in place is when I suddenly realized this could be a pivotal moment in everyone's life around the world as to how we do our daily activities, go about our daily lives, but more importantly, how we work. And I am so excited to see where this goes. And maybe it's because I've been influenced by the Jetsons cartoons back in the day when I was growing up, showing my age now, spoiler alert. Um, But it really excites me to see where a new future can actually lead us. I absolutely love technology and especially how it can help and support people in what they're doing on a daily basis and what they're trying to achieve. For example, this podcast platform, I could never have imagined 10 years ago, let alone five years ago, that I would be doing this now, let alone on my phone and talking to you. Um, It's just amazing. I absolutely love it. It's like, okay, I can do this. Where can I go next is really what gets me excited. Now, productivity statistics have shown that currently when everyone is now working at home, they have lost only 35 minutes a day of productivity as opposed to now hold on. Hope you're sitting down a whopping 75 minutes a day when you are in a traditional work environment. Now, I would actually challenge that because the last place that I worked, I sat right next to a chatty Kathy. And I tell you, my 75 minutes was not a 75 minutes. This woman wore me down because of I was exhausted just listening to her day in and day out. Fortunately, she was part-time, so I didn't have to listen to her on a full-time basis, but it really impacted productivity. Now, okay, I admit, as her manager, I should have said, will you stop talking and get to work? But I'm not going to be a real hard-lined, hard-nosed person that says, stop talking, get to work, because she knew her job in and out. Unfortunately, she did not have the respect or appreciation of me being new, or maybe she did because she needed to tell me all the backstories to every single thing that crossed her desk, which to some extent did help with my position because it gave me that appreciation of the further information. It wasn't just a case of what you see is what you get and there is no history because there is always an explanation to something that has crossed your desk as to the reasons why it's there and the way it is, whether you have to fix it or just sign it or whatever. 
So I really couldn't shut her down completely because I needed that information and I wanted to build those relationships whether she wanted to or not. She clearly was happy because she just kept talking and talking and talking. <laughs> oh boy, I thought I could talk. This woman could definitely talk. Um, so yeah, I would challenge the 75 minutes a day. I, I think that's being very conservative, quite frankly. I think a lot of people lose a lot more time in the actual physical work environment than they do working at home. Now, that's not to say that there are no challenges once you're working at home and it's all roses, sunshines, and unicorns and everything is a perfect world. No, absolutely not. Because you could potentially have the landline phone work uh, ringing. That is, if you have a landline um, you could have your children you know demanding your attention whether they're in school or not um, and when I say in school I mean homeschool so th there is a unique set of challenges um, as well plus is your house big enough to set up a, 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 a little separate space for you to do your particular piece of work and if not how do you carve that out? How do you signal to the rest of your family, this is my zone and I'm on work time now, please don't interrupt me. How do you send those messages? And again, all sorts of different challenges with it, but these are good challenges. These are not like real struggles in life, like it's gonna get you down. I mean, it might you might have your days where your family's driving you nuts, but on the most part, I think it's a pretty good setting to be in. If you think about it, think about all the time that you save commuting to work. In my last job, I was spending an hour getting to work or maybe even an hour 15 potentially. Um, and then another hour 15, sometimes often more due to public transportation, whether it was running on time or whether something was canceled, it really drives you nuts and starts to get on your nerves. And you know you can't drive because everybody else in their neighbor and dog are on the roads. So public transportation is the only option. Um, but in some countries like the United States, we love our vehicles and everyone is on the road. I've seen the volume of traffic in our area, in the state that we live in, significantly, if not phenomenally, explode in the, the number of vehicles that are on the roads these days. It's just insane. It really is. Um, and that stresses me out. And I haven't got a, a like a proper job yet where I'm going, you know, to an office nine to five. And so that alone is like, uh, uh, I really want something a lot closer to home. Thank you very much. But a lot of people don't have that luxury of what is in your neighborhood that you could walk to, for example, or even cycle to, um, if that's possible. And not a lot of people have that luxury because it's just all houses around you. You have to go into a proper downtown city area in order to get work. And that often means um, riding public transportation. So it's interesting times as to see how we are going to change and adapt and pivot our lives to see how we can work comfortably with each other on that one. 
Now, with regards to the social distancing and, you know, everyone having to be six feet away, I'm all for it. I don't, I personally do not have a problem with it. Yes, I'm a very touchy-feely, huggy person. Do I feel like I'm in withdrawal symptoms? No, absolutely not. But that may be because I've got my family around me. Whereas other people, if you're listening to this and you don't have immediate family and you only live alone, then yeah, it can feel rather isolating. But there are ways to work around this. Find creative ways. Think outside that box. I mean, I absolutely love this pastor. No, not pastor. This priest. Um, he was having a drive-by um like communion and I absolutely loved it because he is a real shining example of thinking outside the box and not letting some brick and mortar or four walls and a roof stand in your way and what he did for communion I don't know I didn't see the clip about how he broke the bread with them that I'm not sure maybe he got a long stick and just handed it to him or something I don't know but I absolutely loved how he anointed his flock, which was really quite clever, creative, and fun, and puts a smile on people's faces, um, which was a water gun. And um, someone had said, you know, next year you'll have to, you know, ramp it up to a super soaker or something like that. I guess that's a, another type of water gun that gets you even soaked even more, which would be hilarious to see. But Bravo to him for thinking outside the box. Absolutely love it. And that's where I get really excited about our new future and carving that out and what that's going to look like and the shapes and forms that it's going to take. We've already heard that the likes of Facebook, which I'm surprised they haven't been working from home with their staff already anyway, but Facebook, Redfin, I'm sure there are a whole plethora that are now going to come out of the woodwork, have allowed and said that their employees can work from home at least for the rest of the year, which I think is absolutely absolutely fantastic. Why didn't it happen sooner, especially for a tech company? They, you know, they are the ones, the movers and shakers that build these platforms and have created these platforms for us to become more social, albeit from a distance. So why would you not want to, you know, allow your staff to work from home? I think there are still some very traditional old school people. I have worked with a number of them in my past, um, in my former careers. One woman said that, you know, by going to work and putting on clothes, and this is specifically about the dress code because in the United States, it's far more casual, a little too casual in some cities than in the UK. Pretty much everywhere in the UK has been. I think they're getting a lot like the States whereby they're relaxing the rules a little bit. But for the most part, she was very much old school in the fact that you go to work, you put on your work clothes and it's work time. Whereas home is home time and you put on your comfy clothes and you can do anything you want. Whereas now, I think her argument would be, how do you know where, when you're working and how you're working if the lines are blurred with home and work life all merged into one? But I think we are going to see, and this is my prediction, I think we are definitely going to see a number of, um, what do you call it, office blocks in cities basically 
a number of businesses move out of them because they have changed and adapted and have allowed their staff to work from home. And those office blocks are going to be reconfigured and converted into apartments or what do you call it? Um, uh, not townhomes, but um, anyway, let's just leave it at apartments, flats, um, condos. Um, I think they're going to be all reconfigured into that type of space. I mean, you've already seen very old historic traditional buildings converted into lofts. So I think you're going to see an awful lot of those office blocks converted into that. And then there might be a level, whether it be a mezzanine level, ground level, or a top level, wherever they want to put it, basically, that will be the level where everyone not will congregate, but can work and find their space to work outside of their living quarters, if you like. Um, I, that is my prediction. I think you're going to see spaces utilized that way, which again is exciting in itself because you could end up in, an, in a building like that where there are many people from many different walks of life and also careers or companies. And how exciting is that to find, you know, someone who's working from a completely different company, yet they're doing a similar line of work or something different that is complementary, and then you can start to collaborate. I mean, that is just absolutely fantastic if that can be achieved. And like I say, watch this space. I think we are going to see this. I had heard recently Mark Zuckerberg had made the comment that um, people were going to be working more from home, but thanks to this virus, it's now ramped up um, or rather sped up five years earlier. I think it was five years. It's either five or 10 years earlier than he had thought that it would happen. And yeah, absolutely spot on the money. And with regards to working from home, not only the time saving things um, is a bonus, but also there do come with pros and cons with working from home. I mean, for starters, again, on a physical, everything is really physical when it comes to you either go to an office block or you stay at home and work. There is the most obvious, which is physical. Now, Again, you're going to save yourself a ton of time getting from your home to work every single day. So by saving yourself some time, you also save yourself some gas. You may even start to see potentially your insurance on auto insurance go down. But having said that, um, I don't know is the honest answer. I am a little skeptical as to whether insurance premiums will come down as a result of everyone not driving around so often. Uh, I think the technology is still relatively new in the United States. We've got a, some sort of doohickey that we have to attach inside the vehicle. Well, how does it know if both our phones are connected to this doohickey, how does it know that say for example i'm driving versus my husband is not driving and he's just sat in the passenger seat using his phone well how does the this device know that i'm the driver and you need to be monitoring my driving versus on his phone monitoring his driving so this device could potentially say oh we're gonna ding you because you're on your phone well, he's on his phone because he's in the passenger seat, not the driver's seat. So I'm a little skeptical as to whether those insurance premiums will come down. I think they'll 
try and fight it tooth and nail or come up with some lame excuses as to the reasons why they can't um, make the insurance premiums cheaper. And I suspect that, that they'll use the excuse, oh, we're, we're enhancing our technology. And I call out BS on that one, quite frankly. It was like with a university of mine, they all went, um, instead of actually sending you out physical books, and this was a distance learning course that I was on, so instead of sending you out the physical books like they had done for for years, all of a sudden they went digital and they then sent you the, the books digitally, which is absolutely fantastic. Great for them because it saves them a ton of money sending you the actual physical copy of the book. And so we all, you know, made an outcry because it's like, well, how come our, you know, course fees aren't any cheaper because, you know, you've now saved yourself a whole packet of money not sending these books out to us and they weren't having it basically, they wouldn't budge. So yeah, that's why I say I'm not so sure about the insurance premiums, but again, let's focus on the positives. You're saving yourself a ton of time, which is absolutely fantastic commuting. You are saving yourself money in gas. You don't have to spend as much. You could potentially, it will have a positive knock-on effect. You don't need to go to the auto dealers or the auto shop as often to get your car tuned up or repaired because there's not as much wear and tear on your vehicle. So, so from that aspect, it's really good. Another positive aspect, well, I think so anyway, not being one for gossip, I think what is really great is you lose the physical uh, human essence of offices and the nature of the beast, if you like, with regards to people will be people. It's human nature to want to gossip and share information with others around the water cooler, aka it's gossip at the end of the day. Everybody loves a good gossip, but... Ultimately, I think it's great that people are allowed to work from home more because you're not then sucked into that environment. So what the statistics do not cover is how much of that 75 minutes a day is down to office water cooler talk, aka gossip, or toilet breaks or lunch breaks. Who knows what that 75 minutes a day is made up of. That's why I challenge. I think they're being very conservative on that front. But um, yeah, so it, it'll be great to see that gossip will be eliminated physically. Now that doesn't mean to say that the gossip mongerers of the office, and we all have them, we've all been there, you know, and we know them by name very well, who they are and what they're capable of and everything doesn't mean to say that it will be eliminated altogether because they'll find new creative ways to start talking about people behind their backs and it's even more prevalent um, that it will be done behind their backs. I mean you only have to look at social media and children growing up these days and how much bullying goes on on social platforms and really it's just unacceptable it should never be allowed but maybe this also is a good thing because if you've got something in writing from someone because they're conversing that way then at least you can call them out on it provided you are privy to that information if not well you have a hard time proving it but for the most part i would like to believe that gossip will be dampened down tremendously if not hopefully ideally eliminated 
Now your productivity increases provided your managers are switched on and know what they're doing. Um, if you have someone who is relatively young to a management position and is about as useful as a chocolate fire guard, uh, they're going to really struggle with regards to delegating and allocating people work. Um, also, you lose that element of the face-to-face -face time. It doesn't mean to say you couldn't do it by Zoom or another device that, you know, you share your screen and show them what you've been working on. Again, it's all about the creativity and thinking outside those boxes. Um, but it's really going to be interesting to see what happens with managers in particular and how they delegate work and and um, allocate time to people. Um, there are loads of productivity um, platforms is what I'll just label them all as um, out there. I mean, I cannot even begin to, to share this with you on this particular podcast because there are so many and so many good ones, so many really good ones that you can delegate work to other people. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an adjustment to, to try and come to terms and grips with that, but it's going to be an exciting one to see how work is shared and the productivity levels of people where, although people say that mentoring will not be um, as prevalent or uh, not allowed, but available to people, I would challenge them on that. Why could you not mentor someone from a distance? Of course you can. If you can coach someone virtually, you can mentor someone virtually. So I think they're just not using their head and being creative enough to think about that one. Um, but work-wise, I think it's absolutely fantastic to see where office workers are heading in the working world. And who wouldn't? Well, I'm sure there's a number of people listening to this to say, no, 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 no. We want to be in a work environment and be with people. That's absolutely fine. I love you and I respect that. But equally, I hope you love and respect my thoughts and opinions on the matter as well. I really do think that we are going to be say, seeing a huge shift in the way people work, just like the industrial revolution. I think this is our new tech revolution where we are going to see a lot of people working from home an awful lot more. So there we have it, my friends. That's my prediction of the way work is headed going forward. And until tomorrow, bye for now. <laughs>